हेलो दिस इज ध्यानेश फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज फ्राइडे द सेकेंड ऑफ अक्टूबर इंडियाज कोविड नाइनटीन टैली रीच सिक्सटी थ्री लैख नाइनटी फोर थाउजेंड सिक्सटी नाइन विद स्पाइक ऑफ एटी वन थाउजेंड फोर हंड्रेड India currently stands at the third spot globally in terms of covid deaths after United States and Brazil. Maharashtra, Andhra Pradesh and Karnataka have reported the highest number of cases. According to the updated list of the Indian Medical Association today, at least 500 doctors have succumbed to the coronavirus disease in the country so far. 66 of them were about 70 years of age and 59 doctors were between 35 and 50 years of age. at least 18 doctors who died were less than 35 years of age the government however has maintained that there is no central database to provide the exact number of doctors who lost their lives in line of duty the only record that is being maintained is the number of compensations being processed under the government's insurance scheme for healthcare workers in this pandemic the pradhan mantri garib kalyan yojana package Mizoram's tally of coronavirus cases rose to 2049 after 31 people including 9 security personnel tested positive for the virus on Friday. At least 3600 more people have tested positive for COVID-19 in Odisha. This raised the tally to 2.26 lakh with 16 fresh fatalities taking the death toll to 875. The Kerala government has imposed section 144 of CRPC prohibiting the assembly of more than 5 people to control the surge in coronavirus cases in the state. A late night order issued yesterday by Chief Secretary Vishwas Mehta said gatherings pose an impending danger of a super spread of the infection and the order shall come into force from 9 a.m. on October 3rd and will remain in effect till October 31st. Following the reopening guidelines by the Ministry of Home Affairs The Uttar Pradesh government issued guidelines for unlock 5 on Thursday allowing schools and other educational institutions outside containment zones to reopen gradually after October 15th. Jharkhand government has allowed places of worship to open outside containment zones in the state from October 8th. However, the Jharkhand government said that this year's Durga Puja will be permitted only at homes, temples and small pandals without public participation. The Karnataka government on Thursday said it will allow cinema halls theaters and multiplexes to open from October 15th with up to 50% capacity. Similarly, entertainment parks have also been allowed to reopen. SOPs will be issued by the state for the reopening of these venues soon. However, the state said it may take a decision on reopening schools after consultations with school managements and reiterated that online learning should continue to be the preferred mode of teaching. the state will take a decision on the timing of the opening of colleges and higher educational institutions after consultation with the central education ministry two days after the body of a gang rape victim in hathras was forcibly cremated by the up police hathras has become the center of a lot of political activities a day after senior congress leaders rahul and priyanka gandhi were stopped and briefly detained by the up police while on their way to hathras Today a four member TMC delegation led by senior leader Derek O'Brien met a similar fate. The delegation consisted of O'Brien, Kakoli Ghosh Dastidar, Pratima Mondal and former member of parliament Mamta Thakur. In a 29 second clip tweeted by news agency ANI, the UP police confronted the group and pushed O'Brien to the ground. 
Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal slammed the Uttar Pradesh government over the Hathras gang rape and said that the Yogi administration's conduct with the victim's family is not right. Kejriwal said, and I quote, the Hathras incident is very painful and the government's conduct with the family is not right. We are living in a democracy and people in power must not forget that they are not owners but sevaks of this country, unquote. Shiv Sena leader Sanjay Raut today condemned the way Congress leader Rahul Gandhi was treated by the UP police where he was on his way to meet Hathras victim's family and termed it as quote-unquote gang rape of democracy. Rahul Gandhi tweeted today, and I quote, I will not fear anyone in the world. I will not bow down before anyone's injustice. I will win the untruth with the truth and I can bear all the sufferings while opposing the untruth, unquote. Meanwhile, Bhim Army Chief Chandrasekhar Azad has called for a protest at Delhi's India Gate, even as the police have said that no gathering is allowed there due to the imposition of Section 144 of CRPC. However, the police said a gathering of up to 100 people is permissible at Jantar Mantar, but after a prior permission from the competent authority. Yet, two weeks preceding the woman's death in Hathras, there had been radio silence on the incident from two leading newspapers in the area. The Lucknow editions of Times of India and the Dainik Jagran did not deem it newsworthy enough to carry in their pages, let alone the front page. Apart from their deafening silence, both papers had something else in common. They carried multiple half-page and full-page advertisements for the Uttar Pradesh government in their Lucknow editions during this time period. There might not have been space for Hathras rape, but there was enough room for Yogi Adityanath's smiling face. Anil Chamadia, a journalist and media teacher, pointed out that no other outcome could be expected from either Times of India or Dainik Jagran given their predominantly upper-caste reader base and no connection, editorially or otherwise, to marginalized sections of the society. Do read Supriti David's report titled How Dainik Jagran and Times of India's Lucknow editions ignored the Hathras rape. Dear listeners, writing reports like these not only requires time and efforts, but also resources. News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. We do not depend on advertisers, we depend on you. Because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. For interviews, podcasts, reports and a lot more, please check out our website newslaundry.com. If you think we deserve your support, which costs as little as rupees 300 a month, then please hit that subscribe button on top right corner of the website and pay to keep news free. As India celebrates Mahatma Gandhi's 151st birth anniversary, President Ramnath Kovind urged the nation to dedicate itself to the welfare and progress of the nation. He also urged the citizens to follow the path of truth and non-violence and realizing Mahatma Gandhi's dream of building a clean, capable, strong and prosperous India. PM Narendra Modi too paid his tributes to the Mahatma at Rajgat. Later, in a video released by him, he said, and I quote, October 2nd is a holy and inspirational day for all of us. Bapu's thoughts and ideals are more relevant today. Mahatma Gandhiji used to say his life is his message and he never tried to influence with his life, but his life became an inspiration for others. Unquote. Messages on the occasion came from political figures cutting across party lines. Today, India also celebrates the birth anniversary of Lal Bahadur Shastri. Modi, after paying homage to Shastri at Vijayghat, said on Twitter, and I quote, Lal Bahadur Shastriji was humble and firm. He epitomized simplicity and lived for the welfare of our nation. 
we remember him on his jayanti with a deep sense of gratitude for everything he has done for india unquote a blast was reported at karnataka power corporation limited plant in yellahanka in the vrs of friday leaving 15 electrical engineers on the site with burn injuries according to local residents of putenahalli the blast reportedly occurred at 3 am on friday KPCL official said that there was a blast following a gas leak from one of the turbines that was due for commissioning in a few days at the plant. Speaking to Deccan Herald, one of the senior officials of KPCL said, and I quote, "It was an unfortunate incident and we would term it rather a freak accident. Despite putting in place all safety measures, the incident happened at the site while testing the gas turbine before its actual commissioning." Unquote. KPCL engineer said, and I quote, In less than 10 minutes the fire control system was activated by default and it put out the fire otherwise it would have been a major fire unquote KPCL sources also said that a root cause analysis will be carried out soon to ascertain the actual cause behind the incident Now let's move on to international updates the overall number of global coronavirus cases has crossed 34.2 million while the deaths have increased to more than 1 million according to Johns Hopkins University total confirmed cases in the US rose to nearly 7.28 million while the death toll approached 208000 US president Donald Trump and first lady Melania Trump have tested positive for coronavirus and will go into quarantine the US president tweeted late on Thursday evening hours after one of his most senior advisers hope hicks was reported to have contracted the virus Hicks had traveled with the president on multiple trips this week. Trump announced his health status on Twitter saying and I quote we will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately we will get through this together unquote. Trump will however continue to perform his duties as the president of America. Trump's physician Dr Sean Conley said in a statement and I quote they are both well at this time and they plan to remain at home at the White House during the convalescence. I expect the president to continue carrying out his duties without disruption while recovering. Unquote. Amazon has revealed that almost 20,000 of its workers in the US have contracted COVID-19. The release of the figure comes as workers in logistics centers have criticized the company's safeguards to protect them from the pandemic as well as its reluctance to share information about colleagues who get infected. In a blog post, Amazon said that its analysis suggested that the rate of infection among 1.4 million workers at Amazon and its whole food subsidiary was 42% lower than the rate expected based on the broader US population. Athena, a coalition of US activist groups campaigning for greater regulatory oversight over Amazon, called for immediate investigations into the company by public health officials as well as regular reporting on the number of employees with COVID-19. Athena's director Dania Rajendra said in a statement and I quote Amazon allowed COVID-19 to spread like wildfire in its facilities risking the health of tens of thousands of people who work at Amazon as well as their family members neighbors and friends Amazon is in no uncertain terms a threat to public health unquote Devastating wildfires have broken out across Paraguay as drought and record high temperatures continue to exacerbate blazes across South America. A total of 5231 individual wildfires broke out across the country on October 1st, up by 3000 on the previous day. 
most were concentrated in the arid Chaco region in the west of the country, but thick yellow smoke had reached as far as the capital, Asuncion. Paraguay's outbreak came as the southern hemisphere heads into summer and neighboring countries also faced unprecedented wildfires. The Brazilian Amazon is recording its worst blazes in a decade, with numbers up by 61% on widely reported fires of last year and separate fires in the southern Pantanal region. Vice President Hugo Valesquez claimed that fires were mainly started by citizens burning their domestic waste. But Kristina Goraliuski, head of National Forestry Institute, said that most fires were linked to burning to clear land for cattle ranching, land invasions and illegal marijuana cultivation. Guillermo Achucaro, climate policy researcher at Bayes IS Research Center, said weather conditions were accelerating Paraguay's wildfires. He expressed frustration over a lack of state action after 2019 saw fires devastate approximately 325,000 hectares in the Chaco region. Achucaro said, and I quote, the same thing happens every year and every year it's as if it were a surprise, unquote. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. If you missed last week's NL Hafta, Abhinandan Sekri, Manisha Pandey, Raman Kirpal and Anand Vardhan were joined by News Laundry's Jeshri Arunachalam and author Chetan Bhagat. The panel discussed the economic slowdown in India, the current state of the media, the NCB drug probe and the farm bills. Chetan, for the most part, agrees with the intention of the bills giving more options to farmers but cites his three core issues regarding the bills execution, the power imbalance, and conflict of interest. Here's a snippet from the episode. The power of the farmer is much lower than the private player usually. And in that case, even if you're saying you, are, you can go do a contract with anyone, how, how are you going to do a good contract if you are the powerless in the equation? So I think the farmers will have to make collectives. The farmers will have to make those steps need to happen. Whether this bill should have inducted that or whether there should be separate legislation, or separate schemes where you can't do this by saying, uh, you know, a, a big company like a Britannia uh, or a Pepsi will deal with the farmer who has a five-acre farm. I mean, it's it's going and and let's have a contract, and then in the end of the year, you better pay me. Then the whole Lagan thing will start all over again. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.